0: The following audio is from All Saints Church. For more information about the church, please visit our website at allsaintsgb.org. Good morning, everyone. Uh, it's an honor being be uh, here today with you and, and share the Word and worship with you. Um, it's a joy, and have my family here also. Uh, we're new in Green Bay, and uh, we came from Chicago, and so far we're loving it. Um, we're gonna be reading, um uh, Psalms 96, Psalm 96, Worship in the splendor of holiness. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, sing to the Lord, all the earth. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, all families of the people. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the people with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that feels it. Let the field exalt and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord. For he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the people in his faithfulness. God, we thank you for your word. Join me in prayer. Father, we come to you this morning to worship you, to adore you, to praise you. Father, we need you. And now we ask that you speak to us through your word. Open our hearts. Let us see you in these words. Change us, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, at least you're not worried that uh, the, the sermon is, it was going to be in Spanish. It's not going to be in Spanish. So it, it's going to be okay. Today's sermon is going to be great. We're going to talk about the gospel. We're going to talk about Jesus Christ. In Psalm 96, it's about it. I um, have the privilege to continue the series that you're on, on the Psalms. And we're doing Psalm 96. Psalm 96 is a psalm of celebration. It's a psalm of David. Uh, it, it was sung at the transportation of the Ark of the Covenant. And this is uh, also uh, right, uh, written in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, uh, together with other Psalm 105. Also, in 2 Samuel uh, chapter 6, says this about David. It says that David danced before the Lord with all of his might. I don't know if you know how to dance, but David was dancing for the Lord. He said, verse 15 says, So David and all the people of Israel brought the ark of the Lord with shouts of joy. And the blowing of rams, horns, David was sleeping and dancing to the Lord. This was a, a, a joyful moment, a celebration. Um, this Psalm 96 is a call for universal praise of the Lord who is coming To judge the earth with equity. This is a new song. It's a song which breaks through the restraints of the present circumstances. And voices expectation and confidence in the future works of God. It looks further to the kingdom of Christ. And is designed to celebrate the glories of that kingdom. We will examine this uh, psalm in verse by verse. And our first point um, in our title uh, is A Beautiful Redeemer. We're going to talk about Christ. And the first couple of the first six verses are going to tell us uh, the Lord's marvelous works. If you see with me uh, uh, verse 1 and 2, the psalm, the psalm starts with a call to sing. Do you remember when Paul says rejoice? Again, I say rejoice, right? This is kind of like that. Uh, it says uh, three times, sing, sing, sing. So it, it's, very, it's very important. It's a command. It's an imperative. It's called to sing three times. This, the, the, the psalmist is encouraging, encouraging us to sing. Um, he's commanding us to sing, not just to sing, but to sing, to sing to the Lord, to take action, to use our voices as instruments and to make sounds for the Lord. He's not telling us one time, but but three times. Yeah, verse one tells also that it's a new song, a new song. God's mercies are new every day. So said that, someone said that uh, uh, that the strength that you need tomorrow, you don't have it today, but you will have it tomorrow to face that day. So the new song is is to express a new recognition and acknowledgment acknowledgment that the future. The future belongs belongs to our Lord. A New Testament song, a song of praise of the New Covenant. No longer we have to earn. No longer we have to be perfect, but He has done it for us. Uh, it's a call to sing. Some maybe you like me. Uh, some of us be, maybe better not to sing, right? Our voices. No, don't sing. It's like we have a, a three children. One of them. When he was little, uh, he heard, I think, mom, let's say mom, right, uh, singing. And he's like, no, mom, please, no singing, no singing, mommy, no singing. Uh, but, but the Lord loves our, our praising and, and our songs. Uh, the word Lord here is the, the name Yahweh, the name given and revealed to Moses here in verse uh, 1. Uh, if you keep uh, your eyes on verse 1, he says, sing all all the earth. It says all. The word for all in Spanish is all. All are called to respond to this covenant, uh, to this uh, command, not covenant, to this command of singing, uh, of praising the Lord. Not only parents, but children, and young men and young women. And the believers are not the only ones who are called to obey this command, but all the people, all groups. Even if you don't sing well. I'm sure there are places where. Uh, here in Green Bay. Where they're still not. Declaring the Lord as their God. They're not singing to the Lord. And that's our call. To, to go and tell. To declare. And that's what we're going to see. Verse 2 says. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Tell. Tell of his, of his salvation. Praise and bless his name. He speaks works of excellence. Of admiration, thank Him, praise Him for His greatness and His goodness. Announce His salvation every day, each day, not only today, Sunday, Lord's Day, but tomorrow. Uh, Tell the people of the things that are written here in the scriptures. Tell of His glory, of His splendor and honor and power and and lordship and and presence. We have to remember that this, this book is a psalm of poetry and wisdom. So this kind of like makes our minds imagine his, his glory and, and his distinction, how, how righteous, how special God is. Uh, why sing and why declare? And we have a couple of reasons, and we see one um, on verse 3. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. His marvelous works are... His works are surpassing, are extraordinary, beyond one's power. They are wonderful. They are worthy and amazing. He, out of nothing, creates everything. He, from all eternity, decided to come and die for sinners. He creates day after day. He created this rain that made it a little difficult to come this morning. From Him and through Him... And for him are all things. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He's out of the ordinary. He's remarkable. He's the top of the scale. There's nothing that we can compare him to. That's why we don't, see, we don't have images of God, of Jesus. Uh, when, the, when, when Moses went up at the mountain and the people were worshiping this calf, this animal, it, they were trying to... Praise God. They weren't trying to worship God, but it, it, was, it, it was not appropriate because there's no image that can truly represent who our God is. He's great in magnitude, intensity, and importance worthy of praise. Praise comes from the Latin. My son is learning Latin. Value, price. Some of you uh, I know, I met. Uh, I think I recognize some from the same school. Value, price, this value. So to give praise to God is to proclaim His worth. It's an expression of admiration, uh, of respect and gratitude. To praise, the celebration of God and honoring and adoration. Later here in verse, uh, verse three, in verse four, says, "For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above." All gods. For all gods, verse 5 of the peoples are worthless idols. There no, uh, are no other gods. One of the commentaries said that this, this this way of saying is a poetic way of saying there is no other gods. There are idols, and they're worthless idols. There are things that we live for sometimes. Uh, the world, the TV, the community, the um, people will tell us to live for something, to, to value something more than God, to put something else in the place where only God can be. And this is saying these are worthless idols. Idols, idols are those things that we, value, we uh, value high. High value? Value high? You understand me? And in, uh, and we put import, so much importance to those things that we say, oh, if I need to have this. If I don't have this, then my life is, you know, it's bad. I, I have to have this. I need to do this. Otherwise, our life uh, seems not great. So th- those are idols. And it's saying those are worthless. They don't deliver. Sin, let me tell you this, sin always promises something that at the end, You end up with your hands empty. You end up disappointed. It seems good. It seems right. It seems the best. At the end, it's nothing. But God here, he's everything. Here, uh, we continue on verse 6. We see the splendor. Talking about how he's strong. Look at me. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his Sanctuary. He's full of beauty and splendor. He's magnificent. He's an overwhelming greatness. It inspires our reverence. It should encourage us to respond in joy and celebration. He is strong and at the same time beautiful. He can handle your problem, He can understand your situation. There's nothing stronger than Him. He has the ability to do what is desired, intended, or necessary, and we're not. Sometimes we act as we can handle things, but we can't. God does not expect of you what you don't have or you cannot do. He calls you, let me read this quote. He calls you to mountains too big to climb so that in your inability You will look to him. Perhaps it's not such a bad thing to come to the end of your rope. If at the end of your rope, you find a strong and willing savior. We can see the Lord's strength and beauty in the cross. He was strong enough to follow God's will. And at the same time, his beautiful act and tender love of saving sinners, of saving underserved sinners. He made all creation. He made you, and that's an amazing creation. Sometimes we say, no, I'm, I'm not perfect. In his eyes, I don't like emojis. Maybe you do uh, text emojis. Um, and um, when we went, let me share this quickly with you. Uh, we went recently to the assessment, assessment church planting assessment, and they asked a lot of questions to see if, if, if I don't know. They want to see everything, right? <laughs> and, and, and one of the questions was very simple but very interesting. They asked, okay, what kind of emoji do you think God will, will, will write to you? What, what type of emoji do you think God thinks of you? And I said something that it wasn't very smart, but my wife said something really good. She said, the emoji with the eyes, with the hard eyes. That emoji that has eyes like hearts. That, that's uh, the eyes of God. That's how God sees us. Uh, with love and compassion. Remember when the Bible says, his ways are not your ways? It means that, not that he... Not only that he makes things in different ways, but that his compassion is greater than our compassion. We don't have compassion. We don't have mercy. But his mercy is greater uh, than our compassion. All right. Um, let's move to point, point number two. The king's splendor of holiness. That's point number two. We we'll see that on verse seven, 7 to 10. It so says this, ascribe to the Lord, all families of the people, ascribe to the Lord, and then ascribe again. So ascribe, we have this word again, ascribe, I, I won't be reading all the, so it doesn't take too long. Uh, ascribe, it says three times this word, and, and we know at this time, uh, by now that when the Bible repeats something, it's, it's important. So what's this word, ascribe? It's the word <clears throat> assign, credit, attribute, kind of like the word give. Make a decision between, Making a decision between various options, an encouragement to take action, to choose, to select. In, in other words, he's saying don't give credit uh, to good luck, or don't give credit uh, because you have made good decisions. Your business, don't give credit to yourself for being so smart. Give credit to him. Ascribe to him the glory and honor that he deserves. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Don't attribute your life or your blessings to other things. It says, "Bow down to him and give honor that he deserves. Ascribe glory due to his name. He has a name above every name." Um, I was—I've been told many times that the, the most beautiful, nice word that someone can listen to is their name, right? Uh, uh, There might be some exceptions, but like, oh, I don't like my name. But let's say there are no exceptions, right? Uh, And when we hear our name, we're like, oh, it's just, we like to hear our name. Well, his name, the name of our Lord, it's above our name. Our name is important. His name is more important. He's above and before. The name that is above every name is the title of Adonai. It refers to God as the sovereign one. That is the title that was revealed and the title that belonged to Jesus Christ. The sovereign one, the Adonai. He's above every, every name. His name is above every name. God does not owe us anything. He does not owe us good life. He does not owe us a life full of pleasure. ...or free of chaos or, or uncertainty. We owe him our lives, our respect, and our salvation. Verse 8 says, bring, bring an offering and come into his courts. In other words, don't, don't stay outside. Come in. Be part of this. Bring offerings. The worshiper acknowledges that all possession come as gifts... ...from the Lord. And therefore, portions should be returning gratitude. Voluntarily, give your life to Him. We know that God loves a cheerful giver. This uh, This offering is not only talking about our money. This offering is talking about ourselves. Romans 12, we read that it says, "...present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship." Bring yourself. Worship him. Verse 9 talks about worship. Worship is giving the word to God that is due to him. Bowing down to him. Bowing down our desires. Bowing down our sins. Uh, turning from our sins into God. Saying to him as your king. show a grateful respond to his promises and holiness. Holiness means to to be set apart. God is not common. uh, Not your regular thing. He's sacred. God's character is holy. And God's name and God's word are are holy. Verse 9 says, tremble. Tremble before him all, all the earth. This reverence, fear, tremble. This showing of respect. Verse 10 says, say among the the nations, the Lord reigns. He is in control. Nothing can change His plan. Tell everyone about Him. Speak words about Him with confidence. Tell, tell about what you believe. Uh, he then, then we see, almost coming to uh, verse 11. But at the end of verse 10, we see that He will judge the people with equity, with fairness. He decides what is right and wrong. Do you remember those injustices that we see in life? He will make justice. He will provide fairness. He will judge with integrity and rectitude. He will bring justice to all wrongs of this world. He's the one that gives purpose to our pain and trouble. Let me read you a quick quote from the uh, Westminster Shorter Catechism at the resurrection believers raised up in glory shall be openly acknowledged and acquitted in the day of judgment and will be made perfectly blessed in the full enjoyment of God to all eternity he is the king and deserves our our worship and our joy our last point Um, Point number three, we see that in verse 11 to 13. The judge, righteousness, and faithfulness. Everything and everyone should be glad. Look at verse 11. Let the heavens be glad. Let the earth rejoice. The sea, the field, everything. In other words, everything and everywhere should be glad and should be rejoicing of this righteous judge. But we can say, well, uh, not everything in my life is great. How can I rejoice? Um, the good news, well, let me tell you the bad news. The bad news is that it's not about you or me. It's about him. And he's full of glory and honor. And he wins at the end. And he's coming to judge and make things right. So even in the times where we are not able to rejoice, we can still sing because he still reigns. He still is the Lord. He still is the king. Um, also says about the trees. Do you see that, all, all the trees? Verse 12. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Imagine the trees of the forest singing. How could the trees be singing? I don't know, but let me tell you a plant that, that was very interesting. Back in Chicago, I laid a, 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 a nice plant in good hands. And this, uh, I, 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 I look for the name. It's called oxalis. I don't know if I pronounce it right, maybe or not. Oxalis. The, 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 but this plant, when it's day, it opens. And when it's night, it closes down. It's like, it has like, like energy, like battery or something, right? It has life. Interesting how he's saying, even the trees, everything, the, the earth is not going to be growing. Anymore. It's going to it's be rejoicing, and that's also a call for us. We should be rejoicing because he's coming. Be glad and rejoice. Not because all of your life is going well. Not because you don't have any problems. Be glad and rejoice because our Savior is coming and He's a faithful Savior and He's coming uh, to His people. He will judge with righteousness. I have uh, five more pages. I just want uh, to get into the conclusion. I'm glad nobody has left yet. It's good. This is good. He's faithful. Now and forever. He will never change his mind about you. He's not going to say, you know, I gave you one second time. That's it. He is a God of second and third and four and more times. He's not disappointed about you. He sees you with this emoji, right? He's smiling when God sees you. He's faithful and loyal. Let me, let me get to the conclusion. I have a couple of moments uh, to conclude For God's enemy, the appearance of God's glory can strike fear. James 4 says that whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. If you have not yet reconciled back to God, this is the time to seek forgiveness of your sins. He will welcome you with open arms. But... For God's children, this is wonderful news. He's coming. Those who rejoice in the God of salvation, for those he is coming to save. Those must sing, must sing the good news of Jesus Christ. God's children must tell the good news of salvation, inviting the world to praise His name. We must respond to what the Lord has revealed about Himself to come into his very presence, enter his courts. This new song, Psalm 96, David sings about Jesus Christ. He sang to him, he's our Lord, our King, and our Judge. This song is uh, all about his glory, not about our glory. The worship and praise is for him. This song is uh, all about his work and not our work He's the Holy King. This song is all about His salvation, His righteous judgment. As Lord Jesus Christ, as Lord, He willingly laid down His lordship and became a servant. As a King, He willingly lived His kingdom to be treated as a thief. As a Judge, He was willingly ac- accepted to be sent. He willingly accepted to be sentenced. For no reason, by a corrupt judge. We can be bold to tell everyone about a beautiful Redeemer that he's victorious. He didn't stay as a servant, he didn't stay as a thief. He reigns at this moment. He's still king and Lord and judge. We can't proclaim that God is still Lord. We should proclaim that God is still king, and we should proclaim that God is a righteous judge. To finish, let me read you one verse from Revelation 5-9. What in heaven, the heavenly creatures are singing. We have a, a little window of what heaven, what is happening in heaven. Revelations 5-9 says, and these creatures, and they sang a new song. Saying, what were they saying in this song? They were saying, worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. So praise to Him for a beautiful Redeemer. Give me in prayer. Father, we thank you for your work of salvation, for being a righteous and faithful judge, for governing us as a right and faithful and just king for being our lord and savior father we thank you we adore you amen